All right, it's Pastor James here. Pastor Nick. And we are going to jump into an intro of a series that possibly will look like something. And this came from a question from one of the teens. And uh, we can have you text us more questions at 425-502-5630. Yeah, and I'd encourage you, if you've got questions about this podcast, text that number. If you've got questions in addition to this podcast, uh, shoot that text there. And again, uh, we're going to move into some deep waters here. And the topic of conversation is Christology. So before we do anything, can you define the word Christology for me, Nick? Great question, yes. So Christology is basically just looking at the person of Jesus Christ and understanding who he was and what Christians have said from the beginning is that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, but also he is man. How do you square those two things? How can you be both the son of God and what scripture says, I think, and plus what historic Christian tradition has said, fully God, so to speak, in his essence, but not his person, which we'll end up unpacking. Um, how do you say that he is is divine and also human without letting the divine overwhelm the humanity? Um, but also, this is part of the trickiness, also saying, though, it is divinity over humanity, right? Like, that's the creator. We're the creature, right? So how do we square that? But also, how do we let the humanity still speak? Because we need to know that Jesus was actually with us as truly human, not some false humanity, because then that wouldn't, wouldn't actually save us, mm -hmm. right? So like some early heresies, really quickly. They said that Jesus only appeared to be human, that he was only an appearance human, but everything else was just divine. Right. Or that Jesus was, um, how did they say it? A phantom. So he was, he, he was, they, they really just screwed with the scriptures and said he, he, again, it's somewhat similar to the appearance, but that he was not really there, if that makes sense. Only a spiritual reality. Whereas others, the Manichees said he had a celestial flesh, which was like a special flesh that divinity could dwell in anyways all those things have to be considered properly to manage this well mm -hmm. so and what we're managing again is christology which again what does ology mean it would be you're talking about so theology is words about god right so christology would be words about jesus and how we say that yeah and so that's why anytime you experience or see something ology I was always told kind of it's the study of yes, or yes. looking yep. into that. And so, again, Christology, when somebody sounds, says it, they sound super smart and they might even look smart while they're saying it. But all they're saying is we're going to talk about we're going to study Christ, the person, Christ, the man, Christ, the third part of the exactly. Trinity. Exactly. And so that's what we're after. So Nick already let you into kind of some of the complications that might come with this. Again, this isn't a topic that we're going to jump in, have summed up in two minutes mm -hmm. and move on with our lives. It's got, it's got some complications. And I think it's also got some, some problems that people have kind of ran off with say mm -hmm. in the past as well. And yeah. so kind of, kind of let Nick take over here. I'll butt in a couple times, get some questions here. Cause I'm sure you guys will have some. And again, I'd really encourage you 
we're learning along here with you, and Nick will kind of elaborate on that a little bit. But text text the number, email Nick, Pastor Nick, like let us know when you have questions, and I'm letting you know sitting across from Pastor Nick as I'm listening, I've got questions too. So, and I I even went to college and took five different theologies, and, and I still have questions. Sure, so we're sure. gonna we're gonna ask a lot of them. Well, and here's the thing too: this comes from a sincere ask from a student when we were talking about Jesus's um, virgin uh, conception, right? And that he was conceived, and so that allowed conceived in a virgin by the the overshadowing power of the Holy Spirit. So that allowed for him to be both man and and God, so to speak. Well, that then precipitated the question from a teen who was just asking, saying, like, you know, I want to allow, if I'm understanding what he was saying, I want to allow that he was man, but also like this is, you know, divinity that we're talking about, God. Like, how do you know, uh, how do we do this? And so that kind of has sent me on this rabbit trail of studying this for myself more deeply. Um, and it, again, just goes to show, like, even if you have studied things for your whole life, um, gone to seminary, have degrees and whatnot, like you can still have questions and, and doing these things well is really important. And that's why today's just an intro podcast. <laughs> but here's why it's just an intro podcast, because you have to wrestle through things, right? So Jesus, um, well, let me just tell you some of the scriptures. Jesus got hungry and tired, right? Luke chapter four, when he's tempted, he goes by and he's led by the spirit in the wilderness, 40 days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry, like which just seems obvious, but like he was hungry. And then we realize it's super obvious because the devil says, Hey, listen, I know you're the son of God. And if you really are, you can just turn these stones into bread and eat them. Right? So here we have both the div- divinity and humanity emphasized in Jesus's temptation. He was hungry. He, he allowed his humanity to actually, uh, his humanity actually was tired. So the son of God got tired and hungry. But also the devil presumes since he was the son of God, he could turn the bread into stones. And Jesus chooses not to do that. So... We have that as a text. We also have uh, John 1, 1 that says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was in the beginning with God. So we have one of the high, important Christological passages um, in the entire New Testament, basically saying that, and again, we don't have time to un, uh, um, look at what all the whole uh, word and the Greek and Hebrew history of everything like that. But basically it's saying like in the beginning there was God and we find out God, the father and later that this word is Jesus. Right. And he's also true light. Right. So there's God and Jesus, right. The word, what the heck, how do you square that also with his humanity? Right. And then even what I just preached on in Philippians two is Jesus was said to be in the form of God. And then he instead, so he says, though he was in the form of God, Philippians 2, 6, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. And the way that I thought or that I think that's best spelled out is taken advantage of, used to his advantage for his own motives. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a certain servant being found in the form of likeness of men. And he was found in the human form and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even, even death on a cross. Like, you have, again, both an affirmation of his humanity and his divinity there, which would be that kind of idea behind he was found in the form of God. 
I could cite so many more passages. Jesus was born a baby, right? And it's also said that Jesus learned obedience. How do we square that? It also says that the father is the only one that knows the day or the hour of his returning. How do we square that if he is is God himself, right? So there's all of these questions that are tied to Christology and who Jesus was. Like, how do we properly say that Jesus was in his essence, basically in in his nature, who he was at his core is is God, full full God, but also that he was fully human too. And how do those two things meet well? It's tricky. It's very tricky. And I I found myself in deeper waters than I expected. I'm reading this book called Jesus and the God of Classical Theism. And it's pretty thick. It's pretty thick, yeah. And um, it's the, the tagline is biblical Christology in the light of the doctrine of God. So, again, we would say classical. Um, so, again, when we say classical, we mean historic, right? Classical theism, historic belief in Jesus, or sorry, in God, right? So theism is is like if you're if you're a theist, you believe that there's a God, right? Christians say that there's a special, sorry, that Christians say that there are certain things that make up who God is. He's immutable. He's so that means he can't change. That means he's impassable. That means he doesn't have emotions like we do. Um, he is omnipotent, which means he's all powerful. He's omniscient, which means he's all knowing. All those things get tied up in with what Christians have defined God as. Well, how in the world do you keep all that, but also allowing for humanity to be a part of it and Jesus the person? And so that's what this book is trying to tackle and tackle well. And I'm finding that, well, it's tricky. And I want to do it well with you guys. I don't want to just like give you the, the answers, so to speak, and not explain things well. And also, and or explain things in a way that's not meeting you at your at your level because you're not all seminary trained like I am. And I'm finding that I'm still learning how to teach this because, again, I really believe it. If I can't teach it, if I can't teach it, then I don't really know it well. Which isn't that the saying? If you haven't, if, if you can't teach it, you haven't learned it yet. Exactly. And I think as we're continuing here, I think one thing as you're listening to Pastor Nick kind of explain all of this, and I, it's at least hitting me as like, oh my goodness, there's a lot to think about. Remember that historical Christianity has been talking about this, has been thinking about this, has been working with this idea. And so I think one thing we're not trying to achieve is that we're not going to walk out of these podcasts having conquered no it all. we got we're talking two thousand years of history right and yeah. that maybe feels like we're not going to come to a complete answer but also remember that that reminds us that we're a part of something that has been going on and we're a part of something that's going to continue and honestly it won't be resolved till we're standing in heaven in front of jesus and we go oh i was wrong about that or i was right mm-hmm. about that so take encouragement that this is a discussion that's been going on for for a time period that is much, much greater than our yeah. lives. And we're again, we're focusing in on learning who Christ is, and I think yeah. that's probably one of the most important parts. Well, let me wrap up here, and I, and I think James is exactly right. Like, we have to take this bit by bit, realizing that we're not going to cover it all, and we're going to be okay with that. Mm. But we are going to cover the essentials and it cover them well. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Um so I get this uh, format from a guy named Michael Bird in his big book, uh, Evangelical Theology. He says, um, we have to look at Jesus from all the different angles. 
so he says we have to look at him from um, behind, below, above, in the margins, and also um, before. And so what he means by those things is we have to look at Jesus from behind. The Old Testament speaks of Jesus, and we have to reckon with how we do that, right? So we'll look at some of the Old Testament passages that we, in light of Christ in the New Testament, can look back on. We also look at Jesus from below, which is, again, starting from who he was historically, which is a man, right? Who he was in time, space, in history, he was a man. So we're going to look at that and how that's fleshed out. We're also going to look at Jesus from above and all the kind of divinity passages that are mentioned in the New Testament, how we square those two things, his humanity and his divinity. We're also going to look at Jesus um, on the margins from the poor and the disempowered because I think that fleshes out, again, more of what the gospel was was teaching and saying, that, that God was not for the powerful, but that he was actually for the people who were even on the margins. Right, And I think that, again, shows kind of at the core who God is. And then lastly, Jesus before, which is, again, what he teases out is that's the Jesus of the creeds and confessions. So when we talk about the Apostles' Creed and the Nicaea-Constantinople Creed and the different confessions that have come out, those things are, those things, um, are helpful, but they're not they're not scripture, mm-hmm. right? And so we can still use them to help us flesh those things out. Like, why did they use this certain word in this creed? We'll maybe unpack that. I don't know if we'll fully cover that one, but um, yeah, I think that's how we're going to approach it. Yeah. So just kind of in conclusion, we're starting down this journey of the study of or looking into who Christ is. And again, it's all about getting to know him better so that that affects our lives. And we've, we've kind of pointed out that uh, we kind of have a roadmap here uh, from uh, the that book there that we're going to look through. But again, it's it's all about pursuing Christ, like pursuing the act who Christ is. Yeah. It, um, we're not just trying to gather facts. We're not just trying to get quote unquote smarter. Um, and we want to do that in the best way possible. So uh, Nick looks forward to studying. I'll look forward to doing the easy part, which is sitting here and asking questions. It's, and it's actually. Uh, a pretty difficult thing. So, uh, uh, dude, I give got, yourself some. Credit. I got questions, man. Dude, we got <laughs> so right. many questions. So, thanks to the team that asked this. This is a great question. Deep thinking. Uh, continue, all of you teens, to think deeply, ask good questions, and again, as you have questions, text four two five five zero two. Five six three zero. And again, I just want to let you guys know as teens, if you're listening to this, I'm a beneficiary of the questions that you asked Pastor Nick. So please keep them coming. Uh, just keep asking, like keep learning. Uh, again, they're just, there's, there's so many good questions out there. So just keep asking. And again, I've already learned so much. I think we've been doing this how many About months? About a year. Here? About a year now. Um, I've learned things that I didn't get taught in theology school. I've uh seen different angles to things that I would not have thought about otherwise. So we really appreciate you guys asking questions. So uh, we're looking forward to diving into Christology, the study of Christ, looking into that. So this is uh, Pastor James signing off. And And Pastor Nick, don't forget to like, (laughs) comment, and subscribe. Even though not all of those are possible. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.